Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... After exploring almost the entire spooky mansion, the party was in desperate need of a long rest. But first, a thorough look under the bed was necessary. It is a spooky house, after all. Once the party was sure the bed was free of monsters, Elric took first watch while the rest of the party tried to sleep. But there was no rest to be had. As the creepy Kurgan began to sing an eerie lullaby for the entire long rest, our not-so-rested party then made their way to the last door, which was now mysteriously unlocked. Beyond the door, another spectral scene from the past was playing out. A scene that went from being eerie to scary, then straight to horrifying, as they watched Gertrude's doll murder poor little Sally. And then things got really, really horrifying when the Trixie Coogan slashed a good-natured gnome's throat. Another doll battle ensued. Clerics were spooned. Skeletal Scriveners were encountered. Murderous dolls apologized. White frilly dresses got black and crispy. After stabilizing their wounds from the dolly battle, a fed-up Cullen just threw open the last set of doors and was greeted by a magical cyclone, a pile of corpses, a man stuck to the ceiling, and Gertrude! A boss battle ensued, and the night hag had plenty of tricks up her sleeve. Will Gertrude and her ghouls feast upon our heroes? Why would there be books in a trophy room full of corpses? Why would you go and try to hug a murderous doll that has come to life? And will they ever listen to poor Cullen? I mean, it was clearly a trap. But who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. (laughs) You guys have been exploring this haunted mansion and have discovered that all the evil things that have happened here in the past were because of a night hag named Gertrude. And you have just found Gertrude in a room filled with piles of corpses. And you've found that she is uh, quite keen on feeding on your fresh life energies. And the battle has begun and she has reanimated some of these corpses into ghouls. And we are at the top of the next round, and Cullen, you are still paralyzed from the ghoul's touch. I know. So you gotta break, uh, you gotta get back in the fight. Roll another constitution saving throw. 
I rolled a 15. Did it work? Yep, that worked. Oh, you thank have broken God. free of the paralysis. You are back in the game. Yay! And I can't do anything else, right? Correct, because that happens at the end of your turn. Oh, uh, can't even move. Can't even move, bro. Elric. Uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see Cullen begin to move again, but in front of you looms Gertrude. What are you gonna do? All right, uh, same deal as before, even though the butt end of the glaive is not magical, at least the blade is, so I'm gonna give Gertrude two swings of the glaive. glaive and as you of... start to uh, wind up your swing, uh-huh. uh, the raven feather stole on Gertrude's shoulders begins to flutter. Oh, great. Suddenly, the stole explodes into a flock of dark celestial ravens. Oh, neat. And the flock flies right at you, and it slams right into your chest, and then the ravens fly right through your body and out your back. And as this happens, you are suddenly filled with visions of your own death. Ah, Here's a little gift from Raven's home, my boy. And the visions are so harrowing that uh, all your attacks this turn will be at disadvantage. Okay. Oh my God. But she doesn't have the shawl left, right? Yes. Jake, you see that uh, as the flock exited Elric's body, uh, the ravens turned back into the stole and it fell down and it's laying there on the ground behind Elric. Okay. All right. All right. So Does he see Clementine over him? <laughs> Clementine in the naked knife fight. All right. You again. So we'll just have to do this at a disadvantage. So, okay. So I clicked a disadvantage. Glaive of sharpness. 14 misses. A miss with that attack. Damn it. Okay. Again, disadvantage. You miss again with oh, a nine. Man. I miss again. Damn it. All right. The uh, dice are cold for their the bonus action. But I hit hit. with the bonus action, with the bonus butt, which she'll resist partially. But what the hell? It's the only hit I got. Two points of damage. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, man. (laughs) Ah, ah. Foul fiend, you night hag. I thought you might appreciate the ravens, my boy. Oh, they're aesthetically really cool, but I didn't like what they did to me. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are having a chat now. <laughs> Esmir, you're back in the waiting room, and you suddenly hear, uh, hear Elric scream out in horror. What do you do? Oh, boy. I'm going to shoot some second-level spell slot magic missiles. Okay. Um, the first one is going to go towards the green orb uh, gem. Okay. So the missile uh, flies up to the ceiling and it hits that large green gem and it just bounces off of it with no effect. Okay. So that wouldn't work anyway. That was a great idea since a, ma- a magic missile can't miss. Okay, so then the other three are gonna go to Gertrude. Okay. Pew! Three plus one is four. Pew! Two plus one is three. Pew! Another three. All right, another three. So that's uh, 10 points total force damage to Gertrude. And she's like, oh, I I see you have magic missiles, little wizard. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go right here. She can't see me. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. up. I'm not going to go hide behind the wall. And Gertrude says, 
Well, you guys are much more feisty than the other adventurers that have come through here. And then she begins to chant Infernal again. And again, you see the piles of corpses begin to shift and move as three more ghouls emerge. Someone needs to try to hit that gem with something real, not magical. Yeah, like a sword, <clears throat> like a glaive. Because there's no way we're going to beat all these ghouls. Yeah, I think I... I, I, think, I think that, that we, I need to, we need to... Do. Yeah. Try it with something real. All right. All right, ghoul two is going to continue attacking Jake. I duck. This time, he tries to bite you. <laughs> and it misses. You miss your thing. All right, now, uh, ghoul four comes up and swipes at Elric. And misses. Now, ghoul... Five comes up to Cullen and tries to take a bite and misses with a 10. Nice. I'm going to try my reaction uh, repost. Okay. Um, when they miss me, I can uh, expend one superiority die to make a melee weapon attack against the creature. If I hit, I can add the superiority die to the damage. Okay. So it's just a straight swing with the axe. Two-handed. 18 hits. Six. Six damage. Okay, now just roll a d8 in the tray for the extra damage. Okay. Six. Six. All right, so that's 12 total. Good maneuver. Mm. Now, ghoul six is going to join ghoul four and try to take a bite out of Elric. Hits with a 19. (sighs) 2d6 plus two doing 11 points of damage. Ouchies. All right, Jake, more ghouls have risen from the piles of dead and are upon you and your party. What are you going to do? So I'm going to shoot a guiding bolt at um, the night bitch (laughs) and hope I hit. And I don't. I miss. I miss. So that was a sucky thing. Um, then what I'm going to do is uh, just try to bash ghoul number two again in the head with my spiritual weapon. And critical oh, hit. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> Doing nine points of damage. <laughs> you laugh like this. <laughs> I laugh back, you see. <laughs> All right. Is AC going to do anything? Um, yeah, so AC's gonna go behind this ghoul, which will give Elric advantage. Oh, good. Okay. All right, Cullen, your limbs are free. You're back in the fight. What are you gonna do? Okay, so the tactical situation is that half of these ghouls are not turned, and ghoul number five, who's in front of me, is only moderately hurt. Seems pretty clear to me that um, I should try and get rid of five before I do anything else. So Cullen sizes up ghoul number five and brings forth the vicious battle axe and he gives it his best Albonian try. <laughs> 24, 24 hits. hits. Nice. Little damage. 10 damage. And now we take our Second attack with the Phylon, Phylon Longsword. We get a 19. Thank you, Mr. Bless. Nice. And 
get the damage for that. Ooh, only six. Six points of damage. And now we go for our next attack. Um, vicious battle axe. Fifteen yeah. hits. Sweet. This guy's still Kill alive. Kill this guy. Finish him. <laughs> I wish I could. Ah, finally. He's he's dead. Dead. <laughs> Goodbye, nice. ghoul number five. That was awesome. All right, do you want to move now that you're free of the ghouls? Um, well, I could move to give Jake coverage. Bounce right in there. Okay, Elric, Cullen has just taken down a ghoul and is now back to back with Jake. That leaves three unto- uh, unturned ghouls, uh, two of which are all over you. What are you going to do? All right. I have ghoul number four targeted already. Uh, so I'm just going to take a couple of swings at him with my glaive and then one with the butt. So With, with advantage. With adva- Oh, yeah, with advantage. Good thing you Thanks to AC. Thanks to AC. <laughs> uh, glaive of sharpness. 16 hits. 16 hits. Six points of damage, light. All right, so now another swing with the Glaive of Sharpness. Hit. Oh, yeah. The dirty 20. Oh, man. The damage. Uh, five five mm. points of damage, moderate. All right, the bonus action. Hit. 1d4 plus 3 bludgeoning. Six points of damage. That was not enough to kill it, sadly. No. But it's it's a it's uh, everything well, you can do. I am not we're going bringing to, them down. Yeah, I'm bringing them down. I am not going to move. I'm going to stay right where I am. All right, nice. Uh, now we go to Esmir, who's in the waiting room. Esmir, what are you doing? I'm waiting. <laughs> in the waiting room, they're playing some good music. I'm reading a magazine, <laughs> <laughs> waiting <laughs> patiently, <laughs> waiting for things to get worse. <laughs> I think maybe AC might shock and grasp Ghoul 4. Then I could just keep reading yeah. my magazine. Yeah. Dungeon <laughs> living. I'm trying to find those hidden pictures. <laughs> so I'm going to target Ghoul 4 and shock and grasp his stupid face. Miss. God bless America. The ghoul dodges AC's grasp. That sucks. Okay. There's nothing else I can do. What up? And Ghoul 2 continues to try and take down Jake as it uh, slashes at him with its long claws. 23 hits. 2d4 plus 2 doing 6 points of damage and causing you to lose concentration on Bless. Uh, Oh, no. That is not And as you feel Agma's blessings fade, uh, you also feel the ghoul's foulness enter your body. Roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Mm. Ah, three. And suddenly your muscles and joints stiffen up as you become paralyzed. Oh, no. Ghouls four and six continue to double-team Elric. And ghoul four lunges to try and take a bite. And misses with a 12. And at the same time, ghoul six slashes with its nasty claws. And hits with a 22. Uh, And hit. Doing seven points of damage and you once again feel their par- uh, paralysis trying to overtake you. Roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Wait, what do you have to roll on a constitution saving throw? Gotta roll a 10 or higher. Okay, so I'm gonna give him a 10. Oh, oh well, thank you. There you go. 
There I go. got the healing powers. I had this vision that Elric would need some healing powers. All right, so Elric makes the saving throw and fights off the ghoul's sickness. And as you guys are dealing with the ghouls, you hear Gertrude cackle and then suddenly disappear. Ooh. Not cool. <laughs> Hope she's not coming to the waiting room. Hmm. Indeed. Jake, you are helplessly standing there, paralyzed by the ghoul's touch. You got to break free. Roll another constitution saving throw. Nine. Ah, oh, so close. Mm, yeah. Okay, so Jake remains frozen like a statue, and we go to Asilius. What's he going to do? He's going to... Ooh, I'm going to go and give Colin advantage on ghoul four. Right on. All right. So, Colin, out of the corner of your eye, you see AC swoop in behind ghoul four. What are you going to do? I changed my focus from ghoul six to ghoul four because <laughs> I have advantage. Because AC got his attention. <laughs> Over here, buddy. Hoo-hoo. I see you there. <laughs> Hooting. Ooh. I'd give it a good college try with the uh, vicious battle axe. Yeah. 17 is a hit. Seven damage puts him in the heavy. And then we give it the old college try with the sword. 23 hits. 23 hits. And it does nine. Nine points of damage, putting it into critical. Nice. And then we go, we have advantage, and we're going to swing with the axe. Oh, so close. Oh, so close. 26. 19 plus one, 36. So. And Dying. you killed him. Dying. Nice. All right. Cullen and AC team up and take down Ghoul 4. <laughs> right on. Chippity chappity. Okay, so I can move still, and I'm going to. I'm going to try and do what I can to help Jake, but I'm not sure. I don't know if you can. I, I'll just go up here and get in his face. <laughs> Ghoul! All right, and as you make your way over to Jake, Ghoul 6 takes an opportunity attack and swipes at you. Oh, really? <sighs> and hits with a 17, doing seven points of slashing damage, and you begin to stiffen up. Roll a constitution saving throw. God damn it. Please make it, please make Um, it. Now with my luck. (laughs) Oh, nine, so close. And as you get to Jake, your body suddenly freezes up and you are now paralyzed. Bullshit. Trying to help out a friend, this is the reward I get. We can be paralyzed together. (laughs) So Elric, Jake and Cullen are both suddenly paralyzed and you are all alone with these ghouls. What are you going to do? Oh, and Gertrude has disappeared. Gertrude has disappeared. I was going to use my clockwork amulet, but I see that it's checked off. I just don't remember the last time I used it. You did it. Yeah, you used it last time. So I'm just going to do some straight up attacks on ghoul number six. So here we go. Glaive of Sharpness. Hit. 12 hits. 12 hits. Damage. All right. 11 points of damage. Good deal. All right. The second Glaive of Sharpness swing. Oh. A natural one. Natural one. And I do not have an inspiration point. All right. Roll a d20. Okay. Here we go. D20. 16. 16. What's a 16? 
you have left yourself wide open and provoked an attack of opportunity. Ah. All right, so Ghoul 6 is going to take a swipe at you. And rolls an 11 and misses. He misses. Nice. Okay, so I still have my bonus action. Uh, Glaive bonus action. Hit. 12 hits. And the damage. Uh, Four points. Well, four points. So I swing the glaive at him. Swing, hit. Second one misses, goes wide. He swings in with his claws, but he misses. I recover and hit him with the butt. All right, so Esmir, you peek around the corner and you see that Elric and Ghoul Six are exchanging blows while Cullen is suddenly not moving again. And Gertrude is gone. What are you going to do? All right, I'm going to go like this. I'm going to move over just a little bit and I'm going to shoot a firebolt at Ghoul number two because he looks like he wants to die. Ooh. Hit with a 15. 15 hits. Sizzle, sizzle. And 14. 14. You killed him. Nice. Oh, my Goodbye. God. That firebolt really does some work now. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. 2D10s? That's a cantrip. Goodbye. Crazy. Love you. <laughs> and then I'm going to move Wheezy. Okay. Wheezy's going to run his little... Little footsies off, and he's gonna get to the other side of Ghoul Six. <laughs> I got you guys. He runs between Elric's legs and the Ghoul's legs. He slides a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ghoul Six ignores the weasel and continues to attack Elric and swipes with its claws and misses with an 11. Yeah. And then, appearing from out of nowhere, is Gertrude. Hello, little wizard. Oh, I oh no. <laughs> of course. And she is suddenly it. right next to Esmir. Her body and long claws are towering over you. You can't hide from Gertrude, Trissy Gnome. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Hey, Gertrude, what's the difference between a night hag and a day hag? Do you look like uglier at night or better in the day? I'm confused. Oh. You won't be so pretty or clever when I'm through with you. And she swipes at you with her long, sharp claws and hits with a 26, doing 2d8 plus 4. I go by. And 11 damage puts you into heavy. Oh, no. Hey, guys, I got a hag on my ass. (laughs) Well, we are saying... <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying anything. You guys trying to poop in there? What's going on? That's what it feels like. <laughs> so, Jake, you uh, you hear Esmir yell out from the waiting room. Sounds like she's in trouble, but you're paralyzed. Roll a Constitution saving throw. Twenty. Sweet. Finally. Nice. Your body fights off the paralysis, and your limbs begin to move again. You are free. And now we go to Asilius. What's he going to do? Um, AC is going to fly over to protect me. Sweet. On the other side of the night hag. Okay. Ooh. All right, Cullen, you also hear Esmir call out, and Jake is starting to move again, but you are still stiff as a board. Roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, my God. I need some serious... Um, Luck on this one. 
Nine. Another nine. Damn it. Man. God damn it. All right, Elric. Okay. You are still fighting this ghoul, and Wheezy has rushed to your aid. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, at least I'm going to have advantage. I'm going to keep uh, attacking him with my glaive. So let me click advantage. Glaive of sharpness. Hit. 21 hits. 20, 21 hits. Damage. All right. Oh, sweet. 13. Maximum, Maximum damage. damage. And that puts it into critical. Nice. All right. The second glaive attack. Click advantage. Awesome. Glaive of sharpness. Yes. All right. 25 ah. hits. And almost, almost. Damage. Where are the 20s tonight? Jeez. All right. Ah, you killed it. Dying. I take him out. It's all right. So I can move. You can move. I can move and I still have a bonus action. I can go 5, 10, 15, 20. 25. If I go 25 feet, I am right next to Gertrude. Thanks, Elric. Okay, so I'm going to swing my butt at her. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a nice Albonian butt. <laughs> <laughs> Miss. 16 misses. Oh, no. Oh. 16 misses, so we need more than a 16. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> Stupid. Esmir. Gertrude has appeared out of nowhere and sliced you bad with her claws. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to try and shocking grasp her so that I can disengage without having to get an opportunity attack. Okay. Get the heck out of Dodge, man. Okay, Gertrude. Yes. Yes. Hits. 23 hits. And... 11 points of damage. Nice. And she convulses as the lightning courses through her. So you can now go ahead and move. I'm going to say it was swell getting to know you, Gertrude. But I gotta, I gotta skedaddle. So I'm gonna go. Wheezy's going to just come up next to me. Okay. So I, I shocking grasped her then went just into the bedroom around the corner so she can't I'm not in her line of sight okay stupid night hag <laughs> all right Elric uh, Esmir has run out so now it's just you and Gertrude in the waiting room yeah and uh, she turns to you and says uh, so tell me my boy is Raven's home still a place of course it's still a place and it will still be a place after you're six feet under it Oh, oh, my boy, many Albodians have tried, and like them, you will also fail. And then three magic missiles fly out of her hands and slam into you. Uh, I knew I shouldn't have gotten so close to her, but I still had that bonus action. Doing a total of ten force damage. Ooh, you're right at half. I'm, I am in heavy. And then she says... Soon, my boy, you will be joining your predecessors in the Nine Hells. Strangling your neck, night hag. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, Jake, uh, you are free from the ghoul's paralysis, and you hear some uh, commotion in the waiting room. And then Esmir and Wheezy come running out, and they hide around the corner. What are you going to do? Yeah, so... I wanted to cast my spirit guardians, but I'm I'm not gonna waste it because there's nobody left really. So I'm gonna come here and I'm going to um, throw a guiding bolt at the night hag. 
Okay. So I've got one second level slot left, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw it at second level. Do your worst. Hit a hit. 20 hits. With a dirty 20. So that guiding bolt, that was... I used to watch the soap opera, Guiding Bolt. (laughs) It would normally be, what did I say, 4d6, so it's 5d6. And I go to Gertrude, and I drop it. Ooh, like Ooh. a bad habit. Oosh. 17 points of damage. Got that oh, one man. and a two. And a three. God. You rolled one, two, three, That's five, and a six. Sucks. Oh, my gosh. 17 points, though, is not bad. No. No. Uh, but I'm not done, because I look at my book, and I send it flying 20 feet and smash it right into her face. Five, 10, 15, wacko. <laughs> Take that, Gertrude. <laughs> Oh, miss. And it misses. Oh, <laughs> Laugh now. You see who laughs last. <laughs> All right. Are who you... put the rude in Gertrude? You did. <laughs> nice. All right. You're going to move uh, move it all, Jake? Uh, nope. I'm going to stay put. Okay. Now what's Asilius going to do? He's going to he's gonna wink over at Elric and go, woohoo. He's going to just go like that so he can get advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Cullen, looks like uh, Gertrude's in the waiting room now, but you are stuck in here. Roll another constitution saving throw. All right. Constitution saving throw. 15. There you go. Yay. You begin to feel your limbs moving again. And uh, Elric, you are face to face with Gertrude and she seems to know of Raven's home. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What do I do? If I were to stand, uh, if I were to shoot a firebolt at her, I'd have to get back away from her at least a little bit. I'd like to get back away from her for at least a little bit, but I don't wanna really use the time when I could be swinging at her with advantage, which is what I'm gonna do. (laughs) I'm gonna click advantage. So Glaive of Sharpness. Oh, yes. Nice. 22 hits. Damage. Not bad. 10 points. Heavy. Puts her into heavy. Glaive of sharpness again. Oh. That's a miss. Fortunately, not a catastrophic miss. Um, so uh, then the butt, the bonus action. The butt never lets you down. It never does. It's oh. a hit. Nice. That's a reliable butt. Partially. Oh, partially. That's because it's not magical. Uh, Yeah, you did six points of damage, but she only took three of it. That's still not bad. All right, Esmir, you ducked out of the waiting room, uh, and you're hurting. What are you going to do? I'm going to... AC's going to hit her with the shocking grasp. Okay. I'm just going to stay over here, AC. And shocking grasp. There you go. Hit. 18 Go. hits. Just barely. Just barely is good enough, bro. <laughs> and nine points of damage. Nice. Hunky smoke. Nice. And then Elric, uh, Gertrude says to you, ah, Don't go too far, my boy. We have unfinished business. I'll be right back. And then she fades away and disappears. Oh, damn oh, bitch. All the time, you wimps! <laughs> Guys, she's going to come after me because someone's got to block me here. All right. I'm going to die. Jake, the night hag has once again uh, disappeared. And in the main room here, the two turned ghouls continue to cower in fear. So what are you going to do? 
All right, well, I'm not gonna wait for her to just pop up again. So I'm just gonna go into this room behind me where the skeleton is, and my book is gonna follow. Okay. <laughs> Taking my book with me. I'm out of here. Esmir, it looks like Jake is leaving, uh, and it's AC's turn. What's he gonna do? You can't run from the night hag. She's gonna kill us all. That's a song, man. You can't run from the night hag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so is Ace going to do anything? Um, he's going to come and come right in front of me. Okay. Protect me, my woodland friends. <laughs> Cullen, the night hag has disappeared again, mm. and it looks like uh, like looks like Jake is leaving. <laughs> what are you going to do? I say, I go, Jake. Where are you going? <laughs> Run away! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get away from those last two guys because I think it's pointless to fight them. Uh, I I don't know what to do because I'm like, oh, well, follow Jake or stay here. and Because I know Gertrude's going to be back. So I'm going to step next to Esmeralda and I'm going to... Esmeralda! I don't know what your plan is, but I am here for you. My plan is... To not die just yet. <laughs> I, I just aged 40 years, but I'm not ready to go yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. She did. All right, Elric, you watch as Jake heads into the clerk's office, and you see Cullen gets back to back with Esmir as they nervously await the return of Gertrude. What are you going to do? I am going to, because I still have second wind, I'm going to cast second wind, get myself some hit points back. So, <laughs> second wind. All right. Nice. Give me nice. 13, 13 points point. back. So, click that off. And I am going to stand next to Cullen. I'm going to move here. All right, Esmir, Cullen, and Elric, and your uh, woodland critters have all huddled around you there. And as all their eyes nervously dart around the room, what do you do? I'm going to chug a potion of healing. Here goes nothing, guys. Well, I hope it's something. <laughs> All right, six points back. Six points. That mo that puts me into nearly dead, guys. Nearly yeah. dead. <laughs> so that was your action. Do you want to move? No. And then Gertrude oh, no. suddenly reappears behind the desk behind the two cowering ghouls there. And she raises her hands and lets loose three magic missiles. They fly out into the room, and one streaks towards Esmir and slams into her for three points of damage. While the other two curve back towards the night hag and then slam into the two cowering ghouls. What? And as they each take three damage, they suddenly quit cowering and slowly turn back towards you guys. <laughs> oh no. Oh, Jesus. Huh. Jake, you are in the clerk's office when you suddenly hear the familiar sound of magic missiles and the cackle of the night hag. What are you gonna do? Well, I was looking for his tax documents, but I didn't find them. <laughs> five, ten. So then I'm going to go running back into this room. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. And I'm going. when I run into the room, I'm going to yell out, What is wrong with you people? And then I look up and I realize now why they didn't leave the room. And then I am going to, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. 
Although that's necrotic damage and I don't want to do that. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Here, here. Fight evil with good. Okay. I cast Sacred Flame onto ghoul number one. Actually, I'm going to cast it right over its head to Gertrude. Success! It succeeded. No. She rolled a 17. God. Oh, cleric, you will have a special place in the Nine Hells. Nine Hells is where you're going to dwell, night hag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Asilius is next. What's he going to do? He's going to stay right where he is. Okay, Cullen, uh, Gertrude has reappeared, and she has damaged her ghouls, snapping them out of their their fear of Agma. What do you do? I'm going to throw me hand axes at ghoul number one. Okay. I'm going to throw the first one. 21. Seven points of damage. I want to throw the other one. My second attack. And it hits. Doing six points of damage. All right, Ghoul One turns back around and gets two axes for 13 damage. Nice. And I'm going Good to, show, because I might as well, <laughs> use my bonus action to do second wind. Nine, right. nice. 14. That got me back beyond healthy. <laughs> beyond healthy? <laughs> you full up? Well, I've got a wound of two. I guess I was hurt worse than I thought. I thought I only had a wound of eight, but... Yeah, you're back in the fight. It's interesting. You guys are all doing quite well. Uh, no, we're not We're not that good. I mean, you don't have to be hard on us or anything. Some of us are pretty wounded. All right, Elric. All right. Uh, Gertrude is back, and it looks like the ghouls are no longer turned. What are you going to do? I am... Not going to just run in there when that's the wrong button. I'm gonna shoot a firebolt at Gertrude. Ah, miss. Ah, she dodges your firebolt. What should I do for my bonus action? Uh, I will move, but I'm only gonna move to here. Okay, Esmir, Elric uh, launches a firebolt to the other side of the room at a cackling Gertrude and her ghouls. What are you going to do? Esmir is going to cast her mouth's minute meteors. Oh, perfect. Good spot for it. Everybody else can get hit. So if I do it here, then it could hit all three of them. Yep, so target all three of them and then uh, roll the dexterity saving throw. Skadoosh. <laughs> I always love the skadoosh. Okay, so the ghouls failed, okay. uh, but Gertrude succeeded. Hmm. Now go ahead and roll the damage. Okay. So ghoul one takes eight points of damage. Nice. Yeah. And heavy. Well, both the ghouls take eight damage, and Gertrude only takes two uh, because she made her save and she has fire uh, resistance to fire damage. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to shoot another meteor. Uh, at the same, on the same spot. Okay. Skadoosh. Fail, fail, success. Yep, same thing. So go ahead and roll the damage again. Okay. Skadoosh. Six. All right, the ghouls take six more fire damage, uh, but Gertrude only takes one damage. Okay. 
She's a bitch from hell. <laughs> <laughs> and as your meters explode, the ghouls rush in. The ghouls rush in. Nice. The ghouls rush in. The ghouls rush in. There's a song in there. Only ghouls rush in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, ghoul one lunges at Esmir and misses with a seven. Nice. Ah. Yeah, he tripped over his tongue. <laughs> Stupid ghoul. And the other ghoul lunges at Cullen. I can take a swing at him, though. Okay, go for it. All right, on. And I shall take my single swing at him with my glaive of sharpness. Oh, no. What the fudge, bro? Another one. Another fumble. All right, here, here's the D20. 16. I think I got that last time. That's what you did, bro. Yeah. So it went wide. Yep, you swing wide, uh, leaving yourself open to an opportunity attack. So the ghoul takes a swipe and misses with a 14. But it continues towards its target and takes a swipe at Cullen and misses with a 16. Thank God. I so hate being paralyzed. Yeah. And then Gertrude stretches out her hand, releasing three more magic missiles. And they all slam into Esmir, doing a total of nine force damage. Ouch. She's in critical. That stings. Esmir has only two hit points left. Ow. Jiminy Jimkin. We got two ghouls and a night hag on us. Jake. Yes? Esmir has just taken a beating from magic missiles, and boy, you know how that feels. (laughs) Yes, it's it's not good. So what are you going to (laughs) do? Um... I want to fire your agent. <laughs> I want to fire my agent? Totally, bastard! I get nothing sucks, for this man. gig. Esmeralda's only got two <laughs> hit points left. All right, I'm firing a sacred flame at at Helga, <laughs> the haggard bitch. <laughs> Die! Oh, she succeeded. Uh-huh. She's too smart for that. Okay, then um. With my bonus action, I'm going to smash ghoul number three um, in his tongue <laughs> with the book of Agba Yoshi. You, close your gob. <laughs> hit. Ooh, and I hit. Oh. That does. Oh. Aw, five, five points. points and it puts him into critical. Nice. Mm. Are you, you going to move, Jake? No, I'm going to stay put. All right, then we go. <laughs> no one wants to take on the night hag. I'm not gonna <laughs> run to the night hag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's Cecilius gonna do? So, uh, AC is gonna go across from. Wait, is is Cullen paralyzed? No. Nope. He uh, okay. So AC is gonna go across from Ghoul Three to give Cullen advantage. And it's my turn. And it's Cullen's turn. That's cool. Just so happens that it's Cullen's turn. I'll click on advantage. (laughs) Take a swing with my axe. 14 hits. Oh, thank God. At least one of those was something more than the other one that it dropped was a one. Oh, wow. Um, So I was lucky. And it did hit. So a little damage. Not much. Just a little. Five points. And then uh, the sword comes down. 16 Ooh, hits. Hit. With the filing longsword. This is slick, slippy slash is seven. Killed it. Woohoo! It's a, I have one attack left. I'm going to step 
diagonally in front of Esmeralda. No, you know what? I'm going to go towards Asilius to the north and then sideways so that I can avoid, uh, what do you call that? An opportunity attack by Ghoul 1. And I get behind Ghoul 1 so that I can use Wheezy for advantage and I take a swing with my axe. Oh, hit. Nice. 23. 23 hits. Seven points of damage. Critical. Yeah. And that is all I can do. It's all I can do. <laughs> the next turn is for you. <laughs> all right, Elric. Yes. Uh, one ghoul remains, and it's engaged with Cullen there, while across the room, Gertrude cackles at you. What are you going to do? Well, she is resistant to fire, so shooting a firebolt at her isn't going to do a whole hell of a lot. I mean, it'll do a little. She's already in heavy, so... Go jam your glaive up her butt. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. Let me see how far away she is first. That's gross. She's 30 feet away, so I can make it. Mm. And I'm going to have to do it. Yes! Come closer, my boy. She's just in my range right there. That's as close as you want to get. And then I'm going to take two glaive attacks and then a butt. So, glaive of sharpness... Miss. Ooh, 13 misses. Her armor is high. of sharpness again. Oh, oh, miss. All right, the bonus action. Oh, that hit. It hits. Hit. The butt. The butt never lets hits. you down, bro. And it does oh. three. Seven damage, but she only takes three as she resists your butt. Yeah. Huh. I didn't think anyone could resist your butt, but I guess she can. She can. She's a nighthead. <laughs> Yeah. Only partially. Only partially, exactly. She can only partially resist my butt. Yeah. <laughs> just the one hit. Well, just the one cheek. Just, just the, one, the cheek. one cheek. Get away from his butt! <laughs> well, that's that's my that's my turn. <laughs> All right, Esmir, you are in bad shape. What are you gonna do? In bad shape. I have no potions. I'm out. Otherwise, I give you one. I have a bunch. <laughs> I got five. He's clanking. <laughs> Don't brag. Chang, 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 chang. His pockets are just like clanking around. <laughs> if I'd have known you were out of potions, I would have done that instead because I didn't do much to her. That's all right. I know she's going to partially resist them, but since I got them loaded up, I'm going to shoot the meteors at her. Okay. And it, if I hit her, it won't hit Elric because he's smart. He stayed back. Mm -hmm. Nice job, kid. It's like you've done this before. Yeah. Skadoosh. She makes her saving throw. She succeeds. Mm. She dodges the blast. And gonna get the damage, this Kadoshi. And it singes her for one point of damage. What? Out of seven? Okay, and I'm gonna do the other one. <sighs> Just cause I like I don't like to waste good meteors. Skadoosh. <laughs> She succeeds again. Oh, damn her. You watch as the flames just seem to, they just seem to avoid her and warp around her body. Yeah. Oh, well, nine's going to round down to two. Gemini jams. Got two points. Oh, wait, that was a bonus action. Can I take my regular action? You sure can. Okay, Gertrude. Let's see. <laughs> okay, Gertrude, I'm going to hit you now. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot a firebolt at her. I know she's going to partially resist it, but... Okay. It misses. Misses. Oh, she dodges it, and it splashes against the wall behind her. Okay. 
And then I'm going to... I'm going to go hide in the waiting room, guys. <laughs> you don't say. There was a recipe in the magazine. I think I'm going to rip it out and take it with me for when we're camping. <laughs> All right. Uh, ghoul one turns towards Cullen. Oh, of course. It attacks with its claws. And misses with a 12. Oh, sweet. Misses. Oh, thank you, shiny new breastplate. Then you hear the night hag begin her infernal chanting again. Oh, no. And up in the ceiling, that green gem that's stuck in the man's chest begins to glow brighter. And as the uh, green necrotic energy swirls around the room, the piles of corpses begin to stir as three more ghouls emerge. Come on. Jake, a ghoul is emerging from a pile right next to you. What do you do? Okay, so what is a 15-foot radius? If I was to go 5, 10, under Asilius here, and then I'm going to cast my Spirit Guardians, and that means that each one, ghoul number 2, ghoul number 3, ghoul number 4, all have to make um, wisdom saving throws. So I will take my Spirit Guardians and drop them onto them one by one. What about ghoul 1? Does he have to too? Uh, yeah, and Ghoul One as well. So what I'm doing is that I'm um, um, I'm coming down more towards the center of the room so that I can take out more of these guys. And I'm going to cast my Spirit Guardians. And my Spirit Guardians swirl around me, these spiritual um, angelic figures, and they swirl around me. And anything within the 15 foot radius uh, has to roll a Wisdom saving throw. And if they uh, fail. They take 3d8 radiant damage. Ooh. Yikes. So the first guy is ghoul number one up there, and he fails. Ouch. Then the ghoul number two, he fails. Oh. Ghoul number three, he fails. Oh, you guys didn't study at Okay, all. and then ghoul number four is the last one. And he fails. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. All of them fail. All right. Okay. And then I'm going to roll the 3d8 radiant damage. Oh, yeah. Oh. Whoa. 21 heavy, damage. Heavy, heavy. Oh, oh man. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Dying. And you killed one of them. Killed one and 21 points to ghoul number two, 21 to three, and 21 to four. All right. Ouch. <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Agma. You're next, Haggy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we go to Asilius, who is uh, watching all these little angels flittering about the room. Oh. Hey, are your are your angels holding like little books? <laughs> they, yeah. Instead of harps. Yeah, they're little books of Agma. They're like the pamphlets. <laughs> the pamphlet version. All right, AC's up. What's he gonna do? AC is going to. Casey's gonna fly over into the waiting area with me. Okay. Oh, Casey, you're so good at helping out. I gotta keep an eye on my Esmir because she doesn't look a little. She doesn't look so good. <laughs> okay. Now we go to the top of the next round and Cullen. Oh man. Gertrude has risen more filthy ghouls. What are you gonna do? Ah, this horror must end. <laughs> I'm going to run up on Gertrude. Oh, and by the way, just, I'm sorry to uh, cut in, but their movement is halved while they're in this space. No, oh, okay. Good to know. 
This is straight up without any kinds of advantages, but I'm gonna do my best. Her armor's probably really high, so I'm not expecting much. 20. Hit. Yes. 11. Nice. 11 points of damage. Nice. The sword. 16 Miss. misses. Oh. oh, wait, wait. I do have battle maneuvers. So I'm going to add precision to that. So I'll, I'll roll a D8 with 18 of hit. Yep, 18 hits. It hits. Sweet. So a little slashing damage. Nine, partially resisted, of course, because it's not magical. Yep, so she only took four damage. Baloney. So second attack. Oh, uh, 11, I only got one maneuver per turn. So that's as good as it gets, boys. That was good. That's good enough. Okay, Elric, Cullen has run in front of you and he's uh, swinging away at Gertrude. What are you gonna do? I am going to reach my glaive out like a boom pole above, <laughs> above Cullen and jab at Gertrude kind of at an above angle. Okay, <laughs> nice. So, uh, glaive of sharpness, come on. Hit. 17 hits. Damage to her. Oh, 10 points of damage. Puts critical. her in critical. Nice. All right. Second nice. glaive of sharpness attack. Ah, oh, that's a miss. Damn. All right. Glaive bonus action. Come on, bonus butt. Yes. Hit. Hit it. 21 hits. Oh, she resisted. Awesome. So she does. She takes like two points of damage. Yep. Two points of damage. But she's in critical. Yep. Every little bit. She's oh. just going to diss a fucking peer. You know it. <laughs> diss a fucking peer. <laughs> she's going to diss a fucking peer. <laughs> All right. Esmir, you are once again around the corner there in the waiting room, and you are severely injured. You're barely standing. What are you going to do? I'm going to... Um... I ain't got no damn potion. I took all my potions. I think I gave one to someone too. Me. That's okay. If I die, I die. It's no big deal. Okay, so I'm gonna go over just to right here. Not that I, and then I'm going to, I know she's gonna resist them, but I'm gonna shoot my two, I'm gonna shoot my meteors at her, the two I have left. Okay. I'm within range. No, not if I shoot it at the square uh, below her. Mm. But do I? Ta- I'm going to target her, right? Yep, target her, and then roll the, uh, her dexterity saving throw. Skadoosh. Nineteen. She makes her saving throw. Oh. Damn. But she still takes half uh, damage, right? So roll the damage. Okay. Six damage. Half of that is three and resisted to one damage. Fire just tickles her. Stupid. Okay, roll the second meteor. Damn. Oh, she saved again. Yep, she dodges the blast. Seven. Okay, and again, she only takes one damage. Mm. Okay, so as my action, I'm going to cast Mage Armor. Okay, and then I can move. I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm going to go all the way back. I'm going to go behind Elric. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. Next, If you get a chance, I need a potion, bro. Okay. So here's the thing. This is what's, this is the thing about the spirit guardians thing. Uh-huh. Um, 
It says when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. Yes, so go ahead and uh, target all the creatures there in the radius and then roll the wisdom saving throw. Okay. They all failed. <laughs> dumb, dumb, and dumber. You failed, you failed, and you so they failed. So they all take 3d8 again. Oh, man. Dying, oh, dying, dying. Oh, my God. You killed, killed all of them. Goodbye. You killed all of them. 18 all right. points to oh each. Oh, my God. That's the best spell ever. That's a powerful spell. That's some good stuff. That's a level three spell. Level three, cleric. So these, these spirits are just flying right through them, and they're just screaming, <sighs> holding their ears, holding their droopy <sighs> tongues. <laughs> All right, so all the remaining ghouls there uh, get shredded by Jake's spirit guardians. And that makes Gertrude very angry. And she is going to take her anger out on Cullen. Of course. Oh, Cullen, okay. No, because I'm in front. (laughs) Okay, that's cool. That's cool, that's cool. You're going after after my tutelage? Oh, okay, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just, she's just enraged by this. And she brandishes her long claws and begins to try and tear you apart. (laughs) And hits with a 25. Oh, no. Doing 2d8 plus four. Mm. You take 14 points of slashing damage. Oh, my God. And then you watch as one of the uh, the green tendrils that are floating out of the gem and that and that man's chest up there begin to glow brighter and pulsate. Great. And that uh, necrotic tendril latches onto Gertrude and you watch as the wounds that you've inflicted begin to close up. Oh no. Bitch. She's sucking healing out of it. That's not cool. That's oh, not cool. what? She didn't just go from critical to... To heavy. Oh, um, that's what happened last time. Yeah, so we need to just pound her now. Just bam, 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 bam. Well, bam, bam, get in there and pound her. I can't. <laughs> it's not my turn. Actually, it is your turn. Oh, it is my turn. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go 5, 10, 15. I'm going to start walking toward... Um, the direction of Gertrude. So I'm carrying my swirling spirits with me and I'm going to walk up so I start watching these things and nail her and nail her and nail her. My spirit guardian. Ha! Enter the wash. Enter the wash. Yes. The cleansing wash. Enter the spin cycle. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's time to rinse. And repeat. And let's see. So uh, she fails. Nice. Oh my god! All right. That's the first time she's ever failed. She rolled a one and a seven. Oh my god! Feel like you just got very lucky. And you take three d eight radiant, and she's in critical again with thirteen points. Oh sweet! All right, nice. And she doesn't resist any of it because it's radiant. Oh yes. <laughs> Right on, Jake. I'm glad the cleric decided to come back. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I couldn't leave you alone in here, having all the fun, you see. All right, now it's... But before I'm done, I'm going to move my book next to me, my 20 feet. Okay. 
Alright, it's Ace's turn. What's he gonna do? Ace's gonna fly up right next to Gertrude. Mmm. Hello. <laughs> All right, Cullen. Gertrude is in your face, and she's trying to shred it with her hag claws. What are you gonna do? Oh man. So I'm going to take a few swings with the axe. Hit. 18 hits. Oh, oh five. five points of damage. Damn it. Kill her. I'll do my best. The sword swings. Hit. 20. Hit. Nice. Six resisted partially to five. Five points. And now the final attack. It's the final axe swing. <laughs> Hit. 22. 11. Ooh. Almost max damage. Nice. Most. She's still only in critical, though. And that is all I can do. That's all I can do. Elric. <laughs> okay. Cullen and Gertrude are going at each other with blades and claws while Jake's guardians spin around them. And you can tell uh, that the hag is critically wounded. So what are you going to do? Don't roll any ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's targeted. Glaive of Sharpness first attack. Hit. 19 hits. And then damage. Dying. Dying. Wait. Is she coming back? I don't know. Kid her again. Just to make sure. <laughs> Seriously. Just to make sure. All right. Take her head off. I got two more attacks, so. Give her the Clementine move. Give her the Clementine. <laughs> Here we go. Misses. That wasn't good. No, but at least he didn't have to take that one. It took a yeah. two and dropped a one. <laughs> that was bad. That was weird. I have no advantage. I don't know why I did that. Uh, because she's lying on the floor unconscious. Oh. <laughs> well, you still got your bonus, bud, if you want to keep swinging. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I got her again with the butt. Nice. All right, Elric, how's it go down? <laughs> All right, so Cullen's swinging away with his axes and his with his axe and his sword. He does his bit. Then I just kind of swing in over on top of him with my glaive. It was a big bit. It was a big bit. It was a big bit. You know, and I swing my glaive in on top and I just jab her in the throat and twist it. And then I pull it out. And she's on the ground, but I just hit her anyway with the butt end. We're like, okay, okay, she's dead. Calm down, bro. Calm down. <laughs> and as you smash her head in with the back end of your glaive, you begin to hear a strange sound above you. Oh boy. And you look up to see uh, that black goo and those tendrils on the ceiling begin to shrivel and wither away. And as they do, they release that man they were holding up there. And he falls from the ceiling and lands heavily on the floor in front of you. And then the shriveled up man, he looks up at you and he whispers, thank you. And then he breathes his last breath, and as he dies, his body suddenly turns to ash and just crumbles right in front of you. And the only thing that remains is the large green gem glowing with the necrotic energy. But then the gem stops glowing. I'm going to go over. Oh, clearly that thing is evil. I Don't touch it. 
I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to inspect it. I'm going to look it's intently evil. at it. I know. <laughs> it's the fucking Lochnar, man. The Lochnar. Give me the Lochnar. <laughs> Give me the Lochnar, bitch. Yeah, I have a healing... <laughs> Give me a healing potion first and then go touch that thing in just in case. I uh, will give you two healing potions. Ah, uh, thanks, bro. Okay, so Elric, go ahead and drag the healing potion onto Esmir's pog once for each potion. Okay. So one. Nine points. And two. Seven points. Okay, so 16 points total. Okay. And that puts you back into moderate. Okay. Okay, so Elric, you said you wanted to check out this gem. Is it, what, should I roll perception or something? Um, why don't you roll me an arcana check? Arcana, arcana. 21. Oh, good job. (laughs) Okay, so you examine this gem, and you know that it's a very large emerald. And with a 21, you get the sense that this is an ancient relic of some sort and that it's been imbued with necrotic energies. And whatever it was doing has ended with the death of the night hag and that poor man. But you get the feeling that its power still remains. Uh But how to unlock its power and its purpose, uh, it's unclear. So you have to study it further. Okay. So I wish to take the emerald and put it in a pouch or a backpack of some sort. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out later. You gotta cover it like, like, like Gandalf did with that thing. Oh yeah, don't, I don't touch it. it. With, I don't touch it with my bare hands. I cover yeah. it up with like a bandana or something. Wrap it up in a rag. Stuff it in the backpack. Okay. And as you're doing that, Elric, mm-hmm. the hair on the back of your neck starts to stand up, and you get a chilling feeling, like someone's watching you. Uh, you can't put your finger on it. But you do get the feeling that it has something to do with Gertrude's body over there. Oh, no. Hmm. So I'll go over to Gertrude's body and inspect her body. Okay. So you make your way over to the body. And as you do, you accidentally kick her raven stole that's lying on the ground. Oh, I want to check that out. I keep thingy thing. Okay. You pick up the stole of raven feathers and as you do, you realize it's bone-chilling cold, mm. and you take one point of necrotic damage. What? Oh. That's not nice. I'm going to touch the stole. What? No. Oh. She just took a jolt. She just took a bone-chilling jolt of one point necrotic damage. And Elric, now that you get a good look at this uh, raven stole, you quickly realize that it looks just like the one your father wears. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And even though you just watched uh, Esmir get zapped by necrotic magic from this, from touching the stole, uh, you are compelled to touch it. And when you do, nothing happens. Oh, it's an Albonian thing. Because mm, of the ravens thing. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to study this stole. Do you know how fancy you look if you wear that to the bars, yeah. bro? Yeah, totally. put it on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think you could rock a stole. I think so. Especially <laughs> with the cloak of many with the cloak. fashions. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you guys examine Gertrude's lifeless body. And the night hag has two items that catch your eye. One of them is a small, lustrous black gem. Ooh. It shimmers with a strange magical aura that gently uh, pulsates, almost like a heartbeat. 
And you also find that small leather sack that she padded when she said she would add to her collection. And as you take a closer look at it, you realize that this sack is actually made of stitched human skin. Mm. And it's tied closed with strands of black human hair. And tied onto the top of it is a single raven feather. Mm. And the sack is light, right? You don't feel anything inside of it. It seems completely empty. But Elric, as you examine this strange sack, you once again get that chilling feeling as the hair on the back of your neck stands up. Hmm. I wonder if I should dare look inside. And as that thought crosses your mind, the mansion begins to violently shake. Suddenly, the walls around you begin to crack. Pieces of ceiling begin falling all around you as sections of the floor begin to open up beneath you. The mansion is beginning to collapse. They got the Indiana Jones situation here, guys. It's the House of Usher. All right, we're gonna stay in our original initiative order. Cullen, you're first. What do you do? Okay, I'm gonna dash 60. That's all I can do. That's all you can do. Uh, 55, 60. So I run through the sitting room, run through the clerk's office, and run, start running down the hall at my top speed. Okay, so you start dashing through the rooms, and as you do, pieces of the mansion are collapsing and falling all around you. So I want you to roll four dexterity saving throws, one for every 15 feet that you move, oh. to uh, see if you can avoid being struck by the falling debris. Okay. 16. Okay, you dodge a piece that falls in front of you. 15. You dodge another piece. Eight. Oh, a chunk of ceiling falls on your head. One more roll. Another eight. Oh, another piece hits you. So you take a total of 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, man. Yikes. Elric, the mansion is crumbling all around you. It seems uh, as though the magic, perhaps, that was uh, holding this place together is collapsing. What do you do? I'm going to run 60 feet. Okay, then just like Cullen, roll uh, four dexterity saving throws as you try to dodge the crumbling and falling debris. First one is a nine. Oh, a chunk of ceiling nails you. Okay. Second one is another fail. Oh, Oh, this time a, a chunk of wall plaster falls on you. Third one, dexterity save, come on. You're a dexterous guy. Ten. Oh, man, you're just, you're just running through the worst parts. This is rough. So the fourth one, another ten, eleven. <laughs> Jeez, you, you running with your eyes closed? The stuff <laughs> is falling on me. We'll All right, you take a total of 24 bludgeons. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're almost dead. I'm almost dead again. Three, four, five, six, seven. I got six hit points left. Well, you certainly have to get more than a... Eleven. <laughs> well, he's not going to make it out of the house at this point. Yeah. All right, Esmir, it seems like an earthquake has hit. The mansion is shaking and cracking and crumbling, and Cullen and Elric have run full speed out of the room, and you hear, ooh, ow, oh, ow. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Okay. I'm going to run into this room, 
and I'm gonna scream out because I think I'm in with earshot of everybody from here, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Guys, I'm gonna do my rope trick. Everybody come back and hide in my secret hiding spot place. Okay. Did you hear something, Elric? <laughs> I think it was Esmeralda. She wants to do a rope trick or extra dimensional trick. Let's I've see. never seen a rope trick. This ought to be great. <laughs> is there really time for it right now? I think we got time. Okie dokie. <laughs> All right, so you uh, pull uh, your rope out of your backpack and cast rope trick. And the rope stiffens up and it travels up about 15 feet to the crumbling ceiling. And there you see like a hatch open up to an extra dimensional space. Can I take the rest of my action to climb up into it? My movement? Yeah, you got 10 feet of movement left and climbing is double, so you can climb up five feet. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so roll me uh, two dexterity saving throws as you make your way into the waiting room and start climbing up your magic rope because this place is just falling apart. Five. Oh, mm. oh so a, a shingle from the roof falls through and lands at you. And then eight. Many <sighs> more debris hits you as you're climbing up the rope. Get baloney. A piece of baloney hits me. And you take a total of thirteen bludgeoning. Slim form. Thank God you took those healing potions. That's for sure. And as you begin climbing up, you turn and see Wheezy running towards you. She's leaping over cracks and dodging debris. So roll roll me just one dexterity saving throw for Wheezy. 16. Nice. Good job, Wheezy. And Wheezy runs up and leaps up onto your backpack. Come on, buddy. Let's go hide in my clubhouse. <laughs> all right, Jake. This cursed place is crumbling all around you, and the boys have run off, and Esmir is in the next room, climbing up a rope. What do you do? I'm gonna dash. 5, 10, 15, 20, tw 25, up, the, up to where the rope thing is, and if I'm dashing, then that means that I would have 35 feet left. Okay. Um, but you, climbing up a rope is halved, right? So that would be 15 feet. Mm -hmm. I could go up that rope. Yep. So you can actually make it up into the clubhouse this turn. Yeah. But first, you got to roll. So let's do uh, three dexterity saving throws. Okay. 13. Did that make it? Yes, that makes it. Yes. <laughs> and a 15. That makes it. And ah, damn, a six. Ooh, you get nailed by some falling debris. And you take. Eight points of bludgeoning. Oh man, that sucks. That stinks. Right on the head. Damn you, blocks and mortar. <laughs> <laughs> so you you run full speed and you leap up onto the rope right over Esmir. Excuse you... me, Esmir. Don't mean to step on your head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you shimmy up into the hatch, and you are now safe in the clubhouse. Woo! Yay! Nice. All right, so AC is uh, flapping around back in the other room, dodging all the debris. What's he going to do? Um, well, AC can fly 60 feet, so he's just going to fly right up into the clubhouse. Okay. 
So roll four dexterity saving throws for AC as he swoops around the falling debris. Five, plus one, six. Ah, he gets hit. And he only has one hit point, so AC, poof, disappears. Poof. All right, so Cullen, you ran back out into the hallway when you uh, suddenly hear Esmir yell out something about a rope trick. What do you do? Well, I gotta see this. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I run back 30 feet from whence I came, but I don't dash because I don't want to attract too many dexterity saving throws. <laughs> All right, uh, roll two dexterity saving throws. 15. Nice, you dodge a falling beam. 11. Ah, oh, something hits you. Uh. Oh, it just scraped you for two bludgeoning. Nice. Wow. Elric, Cullen has turned back around, and when you look back, uh, you see that Esmir is climbing up a rope. What do you do? Well, 30 feet will get me to Esmir in the rope. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna dash 30 feet to the rope, and then 15 feet up the rope, and I'm gonna try to get into the interdimensional space. Okay. Do it, bro. Okay, roll a couple dexterity saving throws. And uh, two dexterity saves. So here we go. Do it. Oh, oh, oh it. two. Man. You are clinging on to life. I know. Stuff is hitting me all over the place. You could die from some of this. I debris. could die. What the fudge? <laughs> failed again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You take 10 total damage. That's too That's much. That's four more points than I have. <laughs> oh, looks like Gertrude might get the last laugh here. What the hell? <laughs> we survived Gertrude and ghouls, but uh, wave after falling wave masonry and... is going to kill us. <laughs> and, I got killed by drywall, guys. Blaster. A board with a dirty nail killed him. <laughs> All right, Esmir, so you're climbing up the rope when suddenly below you, Elric gets hit by something, and he's down. He's not moving. But 10 feet above you is safety. What do you do? I'm going to climb up. Okay. I'm going in the clubhouse, guys. Meet you up there. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Esmir has made it in, and Cullen, Elric, passed you up, and then a chunk of ceiling took him out. He is now lying unconscious at the bottom of the rope. What are you going to do? Okay, I tie the rope around Elric, and I pour one of his healing potions down his throat, a greater healing if he's got one. I've got two oifanins and f three regular healing potions. Just give me a regular healing potion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll drop a cross on you, although I don't have this. I, it's, in my, it's in my inventory temporarily. I can do it. Oh, I already did it. Okay, so six points back to Elric. And Elric, your eyes flash open, ah. and you see the mansion is still collapsing all around you. Ah. <laughs> Just leave that rope tied to you. You might need, we might need to pull you up after all. Okay. And I jump on the rope and start climbing. All right, so you can make it up, but uh, roll a dexterity saving throw to see if anything fell on you while you were tending to Elric. Right on. So... Dexterity saving throw. Oh, no, a six. A bunch of shingles fall through a hole in the roof and do 
10 points of damage. Oh my god, I'm hurt bad. All right, so Elric, you get back up and see everyone up in the clubhouse looking down on you. <laughs> Come on, kid. Get up in the clubhouse. <laughs> you can do it. Pull yourself. So you grab the rope and you start climbing. And as you leap up, the floor collapses beneath you. But you shimmy up and all of you are now safe in the extra dimensional space. Yes. Safe and sound. You guys are all uh, floating high above and you're peering down through the hatch and you watch as this this cursed mansion crumbles down to its foundation. And you all realize uh, that this place should have fallen long ago, but only stood because of Gertrude's magic. But thanks to you guys, the mansion's rubble is now her tomb. Good. I spit down the hatch. Hate spooky houses. leave our heroes having vanquished many foul foes in the spooky mansion, including but not limited to an evil doll, a flesh golem, possessed cabinets, ghouls and ghasts, a night hag, and some masonry. From Esmere's clubhouse, they bid this adventure a not-so-fond farewell as they watch the spooky mansion crumble beneath them. But... What is the eerie connection between Gertrude and Elric's home of Albion? Will Jake fire his agent? Who is Indiana Jones? And what is his situation? And what the heck is a Loch Ness? I don't think that's a D&D reference. But who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so that concludes our adventure in the spooky mansion of the haunt. Thanks again to Phil Beckwith and PB Publishing for that fun module. It was, um, I really enjoyed it because it was nice to, you know, take a break from orcs and goblins and the kind of typical stuff that we've been doing and do something different. And as a DM, I really enjoyed, um, taking this module that Phil wrote and just kind of uh, making it our own, right? Blending it into the story that we've been creating. And I really got into connecting Gertrude to Elric's backstory. And um, I can't wait to continue to expand on that. And I also loved how the module ended with the collapse of the mansion, right? That's uh, something I've never done before. And it was really fun because it's very, you know, uh, cinematic, right? It's just this big ending with everything collapsing. Like Esmir said, very, we got an Indiana Jones thing happening here. It was a lot of fun. And I was, you know, totally expecting them to just uh, try and make it out of the mansion, right? Just to run out of there. And I did not expect Esmir to do her rope trick. That was really cool. And it just goes to show, right? It's another example that shows us how the players can change the story at any moment, right? And it's just another reason that this game is so much fun. And speaking of fun, 
We just had our first Roll Radio mini raffle. You can watch the video of the drawing on RollRadio.com or on our Patreon page. And congratulations to Jeff for winning the raffle. And a big thanks to our patrons for supporting us. And if you'd like to be part of the next raffle and have access to a bunch of bonus content, consider becoming a patron. We'd really appreciate it. And if you enjoyed listening to us play The Haunt and uh, thinking about maybe running it for your own group, uh, check out PB Publishing on Facebook or on the DMs Guild. The Haunt Trilogy uh, just came out on hardcover with lots of extras, and it's really cool. And of course, all the in-game music and sound effects are from Sirenscape.com. Check them out uh, to make your games even more epic and memorable for your players. And we're playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast. Check them out at dnd.wizards.com. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And tune in next time when we return uh, to the Scourge of the Sword Coast module and continue our journey to Firehammer Hold with an Esmir that's 40 years older. Oh, boy. Ah!